Welcome to track number two of Apocalypse. Let's go to chapter 11. So we finish one. How many are blessed with the revelations? Apocalypse of chapter 10. Now, there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise, measure the temple of God. The temple which is our leave out, measure it not for the Gentiles. It is given to the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. And then I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will head them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will head them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over waters to turn them into blood, to smite the earth with all plagues. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them, shall overcome them and kill them. Their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindred nations shall see their dead bodies three and a half days, and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell on the earth shall rejoice for them and make merry, and shall send gifts one to another, because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth. And after three and a half days, the spirit of life shall come into them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fear came on all them that saw them. And when they heard a great voice from heaven, saying, Come up hither, and they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. In the same hour, there was a great earthquake, and the tenth part of the city fell. The earthquake was slain men seven thousand, and they gave glory to God. The second woe is past. Verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded and said, There were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God worshipped. Amen. Saying, We give thee thanks, which Adam was and was to come. Verse 18. The nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, the time of the dead, that they should be dashed. And they, that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was open, and there was seen in this temple the ark of his testament, and there were lightnings and voices and thunderings and an earthquake and great hail. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, just again, Apocalypse on 11, or the 11th Apocalypse. You will notice here, this, this particular story here a revelation is um the revelation that should help everybody who is going through any situation good or bad to understand what is happening to you first of all if you are experiencing a bad situation it's supposed to help you number two if you are experiencing a good situation it's also supposed to help you you understand because in this story we see both good and bad things happening to some people and we get, we gain insight you know when, when a person has a mental illness and the person understands what he is doing let's say the person is misbehaving or whatever and the person understands that what he is doing and and can agree that yes i am believing something i shouldn't believe we, we say that the person has got insight you see so god wants you to have insight where you understand what is happening now what is happening in your life? What is happening in Bishop Dagwood Mills' life? Let me compare myself with these two prophets who are very successful. Or Lighthouse Chapel, which is a blessed church. 
amongst many other churches. Now notice he says, I will give power to my two witnesses and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days. That's it. The reason why that he would mills is preaching and it is working is because it has been given for a particular period of time for the thing to work. You see, but most of us, when things start to work, we will start to write books as to why it is working. We will now say we want to write a book on keys to keys to fire coming from your mouth. You see, because these guys had fire coming from their mouth. And then anybody who tries to attack them, they overcame them. So these people would have also written a book. How to overcome impossible enemies and impossible situations. And then they would have written a book because there were two witnesses who anybody who tried to fight them, they overcame them with fire, signs and wonders. They called plagues from heaven. People take these two guys to be Moses and Elijah because Moses called plagues from heaven and Elijah called fire from heaven. So if you disturb them, may frogs come to your house tomorrow evening. Frogs will start to come to the house. How many would like to have such power? You go to your boss who is harassing you and say, listen, by 6 p.m. tomorrow, you will regret all that you have said. If I be a man of God, there will be 18 snakes in your house by tomorrow. If I be a man of God, may frogs begin to appear and come out of your sink. From your kitchen sink, your bathroom sink, your toilet. When you sit on it, something will jump out. You think something will go inside, something will come out. If I be a man of God. Then you write a book and say, I've written a new book on how to to work the working of miracles in the 21st century. You get it? You get it? So do you see why you have been able to be in Zurich? Some of you from Nigeria. There are 120 million Nigerians who are trying to be here. And you you are getting ready to write secrets of how to be a Nigerian who can escape from Nigeria to be in Zurich. You are about to write a book. (laughs) the reason why these two witnesses were succeeding was because it had been given to them for 1260 days that is all that is the only reason why it was working (laughs) not because they were clever not because uh, they, they had principles not because they were very good but it has been given to them you see and it should humble you it should humble you. That, that's why you are, you are, it has been given to you. It should, should humble you. God has just given it. It humbles me. Because I know that it's not because, uh, you know, I'm good. I have keys. That's why I mean, some of the books are written. When I look at it, I say, this thing right doesn't work. <laughs> I, you see, because when I try to even apply some of those things, they don't work. <laughs> I just look at that and say, mercy. So you realize that it, sometimes we are just trying to find why it is working. But you see, the highest reason why the whole thing is working is because it has been given to us for this season that God has given it to you. Take it and work with it. Amen. 
some of you who are in Geneva, it is almost impossible for other people to come and join you in Geneva. And you ask yourself, why are you there? And others are not there. Uh, You want to now write uh, three keys to getting to Geneva and becoming settled in certain things. It's been given. Why do you have a good marriage? Oh, because I'm a loving husband. Because I'm the type who is very cool. Because I'm the type who is into certain things. Open your mouth and speak. You will see. When God says your time is up, then you will see, "Eh? my keys are not working anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. And it will silence you on all your boasting. Shut up. So why, why are you rich? Because it has been given. Why do you have money in your account that you can go and withdraw $1,000 today if you really want to withdraw it? Because I'm the type who I'm, I'm, I, 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 I am into frugality. I am into uh, 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 wisdom planning. I, I apply the wisdom tables of, of economics. <laughs> I'm into microfinancing. Investment portfolios. Stock exchange details. I'm the time. From childhood, my father said, I see from childhood. Eh? Recently, I was crossing from Ghana to Nigeria. This is when I go. I like to just drive when I'm going to Nigeria. Just drive because of all the plane crashes. I think I prefer to drive. <laughs> So I said, oh, I will drive. <laughs> and you know, I was coming back. The plane I was supposed to crash in Ghana. Yeah. It landed on the belly. The, the wheels didn't come out. So as I was at Togo border crossing in, somebody sent me a test that Bellevue Airlines has just crashed in Accra on the belly. I said, hey, let me drive slowly from Togo. <laughs> Are you there? I was telling you something. That is how come I am. Anyway. Yes, I was going to tell you something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure I remember. It has been given to you. Things that are in brighter. It has been given to you. God has given it to you. That's why it's working. And not certain steps. Certain keys. Certain rules. Guidelines. You are into certain principles. Me, my family, they live long. My family lives long. That's why you are living long. Hey, are you not afraid of such words? When the cover is taken from you, and you will see that it was actually just a time. So I'm, the, I'm the type that drives carefully. That's why I go and I come, I go and I come, and I go and I come. But has been, I'm, I'm that type. I'm that careful type. We said this on doctors died in Ghana. They were, they were even almost packed. And a car came from nowhere. And came to kill them. Three surgeons. Careful driving. Huh? That's wonderful. So you need to learn and come to that place in your heart where you know that 
if something is working, it has been given to you. 1,000, and not only forever, 1,260 days to be wild, to be great, to, 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 for no one can ever fight with you in that period. When you do it work, when something comes against you and you use three principles, they will run away. But when the hour comes, the 102,061 days comes, came, all the principles will not work again. Yes, I was telling you, I was going to Nigeria. So when I got to the border, I met him and the man said to me, Pastor, pray for me. Because we had got all our things and we were just entering. He said, pray for me. Pray for me that I'll get money. Pray for me that I'll be blessed. Pray for my enemies to die. Pray for me to live long. Pray for me to get prosperity. And I looked at this. And Pastor Jake, my pastor in Lagos, he said to me, look, Bishop, many of these people don't have any hope. They don't have any way forward. They don't have any, I mean, any way to advance. And here we are sitting here. Yes, uh, I have a permit, permit uh, B and permit C. <laughs> Uh, I have my Swiss uh, Swiss passport now, and uh, the Lord has blessed me, and uh, <laughs> I'm into certain things over here. And, uh, you see, I'm that type who is very perseverant. So, I persevered for many years, and uh, the Lord has blessed me. When there are people there, say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray for me to get money. As I were driving out, he, he works at, he, he doesn't work. He stays at the border to harass people and to take their passports and get money and try things. And he, that is his work. And as we were going, he said, Pastor, pray for, pray for me to get money. And you have, if you hundred francs of your money, will be more than you will have for one year. Pray for me to have, to, to go up. Pray for my enemies to die. <laughs> Pray for me to prosper. <laughs> but you see, your heart, your heart will go out for these people. You know? And, but so that when I go and I come and I see, I say, well, people don't know what they have. You have, but you don't know what you have. And instead of being humble and thankful, you are rather coming up with theories. It's my family. You see, my family is that successful type. All my sisters and myself, our marriages work because we were brought up in this homely way. We are, we are into cooking, we are into hairdressing, we are into dresses, and we are into fingernails. So our families work. <laughs> when 1,262 days comes, you will see that all your ideas will vanish. The Bible says, and there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And no one gave unto him. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he thought the citizen of that country would make him a citizen. But the citizen sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks which the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And he said to himself, How many of my father's servants? All his theories were now finished. Life had brought him to a place where he said, my God, so many factors, famine had joined with the finishing of his money to <laughs> the citizen who would not help him 
Now he was into pig. And when people used to text him, where are you? Say, well, I'm into agriculture. I'm sorting out certain agricultural research. <laughs> Mike Medock, he said, I used to, Mike Medock was married for 13 years. Then he got divorced. You, some of you watch him on TV. He's a famous author, Mike Medock. He said, for 13 years, I had the best marriage on earth. He said, during those 13 years, if you have asked me about marriage, about whatever. And he said, I said, he said, I used to be irritated with people. You know, it's like, why are you struggling? You know, these are the steps. One, two, three, four. Number one, love your wife. Number two, do this. Number three, sow seeds. Number four, this. Five, this. Six, this. He said, I used to be irritated with people. He said, then something struck. He said, before I could realize, everything was gone. He said, now I don't have any more of these principles and ideas. Because all the principles, yeah, the principles that he had in his mind about how things are. Up to today, he's not married. The 1,261 days have come. Look, that is what I realized that as I'm in the ministry, that's why I'm working in a hurry. Because I realize I've got a time. There is a time at which it won't work again, probably. Yeah. There will be a time when maybe what, what we are doing won't work in that way. Oh, yeah. If you look at every church, you realize that it comes when it is not as relevant as it used to be. It's not that God, but God does different things. I, I don't know what it is. You understand? So, it's like as we are working, you know, and as we are things are where people are giving their life to the Lord to become missionaries, to work for him. I'm pressing very hard now and I encourage people, if you want to help, help now. You see, because a time will come when that help, it will even be irrelevant. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you want to help, help it. Whilst the thing is working. If you want to join, join while the thing is working. I'm not saying that the church is going to get spot one day. But I'm saying that there is a certain cutting edge relevance. Do you understand? Which somehow it seems that there is a time for it. One day, I had a vision. And in the vision, there were two people just like these two guys. When I read that, I remember that vision. Two dead people came to my house. They had died and were buried years ago. And they rose up from the dead. In the vision, they rose up from the dead. And they came back to this world. And the two guys were brothers. And when they were on earth, they were pastors. They were preachers. So they rose up from the dead in the vision and came back and they went to their churches that they had established. And they went around trying to preach. And one of the things, they tried to revive the songs they taught them when they were around. So after they had gone around, they were going back to the Lord, to heaven. So they came to my house. So we sat at a dining table. Myself, I was sitting here and one was sitting here, one was sitting here, and they were talking to me. So I asked them, how was their stay when they came? The guy said, no, it was very bad. And when they were on earth, they had been some of the most successful pastors. And they said, nothing worked. Nothing worked. He said, the songs didn't work. Nobody wanted our songs. And he said, our teachings, nobody wanted our teachings. I said, what? So... So I said, so, I mean, what do you have to say? These are dead people. I'm having a vision and dead people are talking to me. And the guy said, there are three things that I will tell you before we leave. As we were sitting at the table. He said, number one. He said, we were... Are you listening? Yes. Don't bother to write, oh. You listen. Yes. 
He said, number one, he said, our greatest surprise was the time that we died. He said, we never thought we would die because we were working for God. Amen. Amen. He, said, we never, he said, we never thought we would die at the time that we died. We thought we would live for a long time to be 70, 80, whatever. He said, it didn't happen. He said, we died suddenly in the midst of our years. And we were, he said, we were so shocked. Last year, I had the unfortunate experience of being with people who had good Christian spouses who died suddenly. There was a lady pastor in, from Nigeria called Pastor Bimbo. Some of you may know her. How many of you know her or know of her? Pastor Bimbo. She preaches even on Ghana television. Huh? Odukoya. Yeah. Yeah. She also preached on Revelation Channel. Yeah. She preaches on it. And when I went to Nigeria, some of you may know her. How many of you know her or know of her? Pastor Bimbo. She preaches even on Ghana television. Huh? Odukoya. Yeah. Yeah. She also preached on Revelation Channel. Yeah. She preaches on it. And when I went to Nigeria, the last time I went, I went in December, she had just died. Plane crash. Sosulo Airlines. Sosoliso. Sosoliso. I'm coming from Sasulo. When I heard the name of the place, I was going to Sasulo. I said, hey, is it not like Sosoliso? <laughs> if you watch her CD of her last preaching, you, ne- she, you see that she has not, she's not thinking that she will die. Now. No, 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 no. And she's a very nice, you know, it's not everybody that I, I, I like listening to preaching. It's a very nice preacher. Clear, clarity, power, beautiful. And even she was, if they say top most beautiful women in Nigeria, she'll be in it. Top most anointed, she's in it. Top most, this is, God, Nigeria, they have all those top most, top most, this, top most, this, top most. <laughs> Ghana, we don't have top, top most, whatever. You are top most, they will persecute you right now. <laughs> hey! He said, we were surprised. Some of you will be very surprised the day you die. Because you are planning for your retirement. Me, that thing, eh, it went out of me. That thing that I will live to be old. It left me some years ago. When I had a terrible accident. What was the date? What was the date? Jonathan's birthday. That's the date. But do you remember the year? I did 97. I was driving to Tamale. And I was driving in a new car. See, that's all. Those were the confidence. I'm the type who doesn't happen because I, I deal in newer cars <laughs> with airbags, ABS. And I told I told the people. I, I told Pastor Kakra was sitting by me. I said, "We'll be in Tamale in 30 minutes." So some people even remove their seat belts at the back just to you know. Yeah. <laughs> What bad thing can happen as we are going to serve God tamale? And when I was going to tamale, I told a certain pastor that I was going to tamale. He said, hey, you try. He said, me, I don't have anointing for such places. (laughs) I don't have anointing for such places. You try to be going to all of such wild, wild places. I don't have anointing for such places. So as I was going, I was feeling good that, yeah, I'm the type, you know, who have anointing for sad places. 
where others who are backslidden have stopped going, I am still going. So God must be with me. So as I was going, then I saw these bicycles. Two of them blew my home. Because I'm coming. And you are on the right. So go more to the right. But I'm just trying to remind you that somebody is coming. Instead of them to go to the right, one turn like this to see who was coming. And before I realized, I was about to hit the guy. And then I braked and just tipped the end of his bicycle. Recently, one of my pastors in America had a terrible accident. They were driving at top speed. And I think they went off the road and they went into a, a wall on the highway. They called me and said, Bishop, we now understand when you talk about that accident. You, you talk about it as if it happened yesterday. I said, I now understand. If you haven't seen one before, you may not understand what I'm talking about. Suddenly, I found myself going into a valley here and I turned the car this way. Instead of the car to just slightly come back, it rather turned like this to go back to Accra. And now I was skidding. And the road, there's a big valley inside the forest. Went and fell there and started rolling over. Hey! But when I was rolling over and we're here and the car was turning, I was saying to myself, I can't believe what has happened. I can't believe. And sisters, let me tell you, you don't know how long has been given to you to do whatever you are doing. It is a mysterious. One of the things the Bible talks about the will of God. The Bible talks of the, of the good pleasure of his will. The Bible talks of the counsel of his will. The Bible talks of the mystery of his will. His will is also mysterious. It's not so easy to see. That all good people have this end. All bad people have this end. All those who serve God go like this. It's mysterious. It's not as clear cut as you may want it to be. Ephesians 1.9 talks about the mystery. Of his will. You may say, oh, this person is serving God. Why does he not have a child? This one who is not even married is having twins. This one is serving God for years. No child. This one did not even marry. She went to fornicate with somebody at the age of 40. And she has given birth to twins. It's a mysterious thing. His will, there is good pleasure in his will. There is counsel or good advice in his will. But there is also mystery in his will. Ephesians 1.9 The mystery of his will is mysterious. You may think that because Pastor Jimmy is doing such a great way, he must be 80 before he goes. Go and ask Jesus Christ how old he was when he went. After the very good work that he did. Or if you don't want to ask Jesus, you can come down and ask John the Baptist how old he was when the Lord asked him to come back. 1260 that's why i say whatever you have to do do it now you may think that you are going to wait for whatever if you want to do something do it that's why i work with a certain agency when you see me moving you see people who join me to travel they they are surprised they say will you not sleep will you not eat but you may not know yes but we are moving with a certain agency and that delusion that i will be alive forever it has gone out of my mind. And those two people, they said to me, we were very surprised about the time with that. And when I had the accident at Tamale Road, from that day, I realized I can die at any time. That's, that's the lesson I learned. 
I can die at any time. And I pray that the day that I die, if I die before Jesus comes, when I see his face, I would have finished everything that I'm supposed to do. And I will not be sitting there regretting, wishing, ah, let me come back. The second thing the guy said was, when we came, nothing worked. It didn't work. What worked when we were there? (laughs) Not working now. You see some of these little books, they may work today, but tomorrow they may not work. If you go around and say, how many of can I take this book I bought today? Some of the books that I'm buying, they are not sold. They are not sold. Because those who publish them don't have the mind to publish such things anymore. They have the mind to get money. Not to publish the truth or the word. You can't even get it. (laughs) And people don't want to read it. A time will come when what is working will not work. Then they said to me, you have the best chance. Those were their words. You have the best chance. Do whatever you have to do. Do it now. You have the best chance. And that was the end of the vision. Brothers and sisters, we have the best chance now. We are within the 1,260 days of whatever. Maybe your season is more than 1,260. Maybe your season is 5,000 days. Maybe your season is 28,000 days. Maybe your season is 400,000 days. Nobody knows. And it will not be told to you. But you have to act as though it's the shortest. Don't go to heaven and ask, Lord, why didn't I give when I could have given? Why didn't I go when I could have gone? Why didn't I pray when I could have prayed? Why didn't I do what I should have done when I could have done it? No. I want to spend and be spent. When I lie down to die, there should be nothing else that I could have said or done that I didn't do. That is my prayer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, these two witnesses, now, suddenly things did not work anymore. Amen. Listen on. Verse 7. And when they shall have finished their testimony, we are still on the 11th apocalypse. When they shall have finished what? Their testimony. Brothers and sisters, your life comes to an end when you have finished your testimony. Your ministry comes to an end when you've finished what you have to say. If you have nothing to say, then your life has not even started. Or maybe your life is over. You are just waiting to get your injection and you go. (laughs) The beast that ascendeth shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Ah! You see the very successful people, now they are being overcome They are being killed and people are starting fights against them which never worked before. Why? Because it's now time for them to win. And they are dead bodies and they shall even kill them. Now you say, "Ah, can God's servant be killed? And he says, all the mysterious will of God. And the people and kindreds of the nation shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and send gifts one to another. Because these two prophets that tormented them and dwell on the earth. And after three and a half days, the spirit of life shall enter, from God shall enter. And they stood on their feet and great fear fell. And they ascended up into heaven. Verse 12. Amen. So, some of you are fighting and you are losing certain battles. Because it has been given to your enemies to overcome you. That's why you are losing. Because power has been given to them to win. (laughs) 
Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. First you were succeeding. Now you are losing. Because power has been given. You see, this is what Muslims have that Christians don't have. They believe in God. They really believe that God is great. That's why one of their main prayers, Allah Akbar. God is great. God is in charge of everything. Even when I'm losing, it's God who made me lose. When, when something is piercing me, it is God who is allowing the thing to pierce me. When the thing is not working, it is God who is doing it. Like Paul. When Paul was suffering with a problem, he prayed. He said, Lord, take it away. And the Lord said, no. My grace is sufficient. It is good that this thing will afflict you. Lest you be lifted high. But not many people on earth can know why things are happening to them whilst they are on earth like Paul. Most of us don't know why till we get there. But our duty is to believe. God is great. He is still great. Amen. Amen. So, by this message, I say, what God has given to me, he has given to me for now. It's working. For us, Lighthouse, something has been given to us for now. This is the time to hold it and to push it. Now, press hard because don't know when it will work. If you are here and it seems that your enemy has overcome you, know also that it has probably been given to them to win and you can't do anything. Believing in God will encourage you and you become peaceful. When you become peaceful, you become stronger. In, in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Have peace. How I would like to go into Europe and tell them about Jesus. Most of them will not hear us. They will not listen. It has not been given to us to have them coming to the Lord at this time. That's why it doesn't work. It's not that you are not anointed. <laughs> That's why it's not working. You, you don't believe? I'll show you from the Bible just now. Some of you have been preaching and you, you wonder. Lord, when I speak to these Germans, they don't listen. When I speak to these Swiss people, they don't listen. When I speak to these Italians, am I called or am I not called? Am I not called or am I called? That's not been given. In fact, that's been given for power for them to overcome. Last night, I met a certain man who harassed my life terribly. But as he was beginning to pray, I had a serious argument with him. As he was beginning to prevail over me in the middle of the night, I, I realized that it has, been given, it has been given him power to prevail over me. So I took another plan to overcome him. But I'll tell you the story in Chambers. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Yes. Turn with me to Timothy. I'll show you something there. Are you there or you've gone home? Yeah. Alright. Second Timothy. Chapter number 4. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you there? Second Timothy 4 verse 1. Who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom? Huh? Lighthouse. Are you in lighthouse? Yes, sir. If, you, if you're not in lighthouse, listen. It's to all Christians. He says, I charge thee, preach the word, be instant or be ready in season, out of season, rebuke, re- exhort with all suffering. Why? For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They won't listen. They can't even take it. 
But after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Listen, this verse is usually used in the church to talk about preaching in the church. But I'm showing you. Then it goes on and he says in verse 5, But watch thou in all things, endure the afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. Why did he say he should preach and do the work of an evangelist? Because a time will come when the people will not endure such things. And that time has come in Europe. It has come. They, when we say endure, it's like they can't stand it. Like the guy who said, I'm going to kick God where it hurt. They, they can't stand they can't, they, they, can't, they can't fathom it. That's why I do my crusades in Africa. Because a time will come when Africa will also not endure. Yes. <laughs> a time will come when Africans may not endure because there are a lot of flights from Europe to Africa. So the spirit keeps coming. Each flight, each flight that comes every day, KLM, Swiss Air, British Airways, they are all bringing the spirits. <laughs> Forgive. Forgive. A time will come, they will not endure. They, what, you see, endure is like, I, I, can't, I can't take it. Have you not noticed that reaction when you talk to, talk to the people? You witness to them here. Nico, but you have not had that experience. They can't, they can't handle it at all. Eh? They say you are crazy. Like one lady told me in Geneva when I went to preach to her. She said, I, be, I said, do you believe in God? She said, I believe in myself. Amen. Amen. Are you there? They can't. So it has now been given, and there was a time when Europe had been given this nice gospel. The evidence is drive through France or take a train through France, through Switzerland, and see the number of steeple, steeples. Is this steeple chase or steeple? Steeples, church buildings, all over every village. Every small community was filled with a church. And they were the strongest believers sending missionaries to the whole world. In Africa, we were worshipping idols, sacrificing ourselves to the devil. But now they have turned away. Said, and they shall turn away to fables. For Elton John to marry a man. And it should be televised. Almost like the prince of Wales wedding with a woman. Do you understand? And, huh? and pastors officiating. And the Prime Minister of England, Tony Blair, whom I thought was a Christian. You know? He's saying, what is he saying? He says, we are proud. Those were his words. I saw it. He said, we are proud that we did it. I'm glad we did it and we are proud that we did it. We have reached a certain stage in Europe. They cannot. And it has been given. Do you understand? It has been given for the thing not to work for now. That's why I don't struggle. You know? And that's why sometimes when people want to be in full-time ministry, I, I take them out of here. You understand? Because at a point, there's not so much you can do over here. Because there are pe- the people cannot endure it. And I believe that it has been given to us. Let's say if you are here, you are Ghanaian, Nigerian, Togolese, whatever. It has been given to us. To hold the last dregs of the gospel 
and of the light of God in this area. Perhaps it is because of our presence that the whole place is not being bent down now with nuclear power. Because as for the nuclear power, it will come. As for the burning, it will happen. The human beings have never made weapons they didn't use. You always use what they make. They have always used what they made. And they have made it. And one day they will use it. They will try it. You understand? Are you listening? Are you there? So ladies and gentlemen, I believe that this story and this revelation is a revelation for your victories and a revelation for your failures. If you are here and you are financially blessed, remember, it is, it's because it has been given to you. And it's and, and not forever. <laughs> that's why that's why when you don't build a house when you should build a house, you, you are not wise. Yeah. All that you do is to change your you change your shop. At first you used to go to Migro. Now you don't go to Migro. You laugh at people who go to Migro. You are, you have moved into levels. You don't cook, you eat restaurant most of the time. You are into certain things. When God blessed Joseph and Egypt, he said to Egypt, he said to him, seven years, there will be plenty. Not forever. Seven years. After seven years, it will be to change. And that's something that God told me. There was a time when he blessed me with certain things and I was playing the fool with it. And the Lord said, look, there is a time for everything. Take what I'm giving you seriously. Use it wisely. There may be a time to not be like that. And then you may wonder, where is my blessing? There may be a time to not be like that. What you earn, you will not earn. You, you didn't have children, now you have children. You didn't have university loans to go and pay. Now you have to pay. So many things may come. And you realize that there was a season. But you joked with it. Now the season is past. And it's as though God never blessed you. Try to interpret every season. That God is giving to you. And understand what, if you are winning, you realize that he has given you power to win now. And there are certain people who fight us. It has been given to them for that period. Three and a half days. (laughs) To kill us, to do this, to do this, to do that. It has been given. And that is why some of of the bad things have happened to me. Some of the certain people doing certain things. And I just tell people, look, God has sent him. God sent him. Do it. It is God's will. Don't fight, fight it. When David was going out, there was a man called Shimei. He sought, and there was a guy said, let me go and cut on you. David said, please. God has sent him to insult me. Let him insult me. So some of the things, they said, no, God, has, God wants this thing to be like that. Let it be there. It is God's will. He's doing something. <laughs> I could tell you more stories. <laughs> How many realize that God is injecting you from inside? Yeah. And showing you why things are the way they are. Yeah. Be encouraged. Stand to your feet. Let's speak a word. This is Apocalypse number 11. We are going now uh, to 22. Alright. Lift your hand and speak to God for a few moments. <laughs>